You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, breaking news as it happens, what it means, and why it matters. Uh, Kevin McCullough, and here we go. Five, four, Obliterating confusion. Amplifying truth. And pursuing clarity. Kevin McCullough, now. An update on the Trump trial going on in New York and why every New York citizen should be concerned about it. We'll get to that. Plus, Governor Mike Huckabee, Dr. Gina Loudon, and Bethany Mandel will join us for other top stories of the day. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. Starts right now. Something interesting is happening with this. Kevin McCullough, let me start with you. I found this thing at townhall.com by Kevin McCullough. The big dog has come out of nowhere. Kevin McCullough. I just want to help people think. Nationally syndicated radio host and author of No He Can't. He's playing the role as as well as anybody could. Kevin McCullough is a nationally syndicated radio host and author of No He Can't. The odds are he's right. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, friends. Kevin McCullough, glad you're with us. I don't know how much longer... This judge in New York City is going to be allowed to have this trial. The uh, the weird, smiling, goofball, weirdo judge that has been overseeing the civil fraud trial of Donald Trump has, in my estimation, way, way overstepped his boundaries. And now we're going to have to see if it qualifies the case to be moved on appeal. In fact, the Trump team has filed an emergency uh, stay of the civil fraud trial because before even the first witness was heard, the judge has revealed that he has called for and will instruct for the dissolving of the Trump businesses. Now, let's go back to what the charge is in this case. Uh, the, the Trump organization is being accused of fraud on fairly spurious grounds. Uh, the, the grounds that, that uh, Letitia James, who I have lost any and all respect for as the Attorney General of New York State, she's a joke. She does not know what she's doing. She she brought this case, highly politically motivated, as she campaigned for AG. She said, "I'm gonna I'm gonna get Donald Trump. I'll see to it that we get Donald Trump." She she basically and she didn't have a crime. She was promising to find a crime. That's not innocent until proven guilty. That's prejudging. So she brings this case, and the judge says in the opening of the case that. Mar-a-Lago, the Trump residence in South Florida, which is candidly worth at least $1 billion, probably assesses closer to a billion and a half dollars in terms of actual value. The empty lot next to it that has no building on it whatsoever is worth $200 million. Just to give you, just to give you a side-by-side comparison, and that lot is half the size of Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate that has the hotel on it. But at this residence, the assessment is it's worth a billion to a billion and a half dollars. And the judge says you can say it is it is worth no more than $18 million. $18 million wouldn't buy half of the neighboring lot with nothing on it. And using that scale. New York State is charging that Donald Trump inflated the value of his property to get loans, loans that I might add that he repaid in full on time. There was no one defrauded. There was no one wrong. And to say that a property that's worth a billion and a half is only worth 18 million is a joke. It's an utter joke. Now the judge today says that the business licenses of Trump Incorporated will be dissolved. So the Trump team has flown uh, has thrown a flag. They're calling for an emergency stay to take this to the next level because this kind of chicanery is a joke. It's an embarrassment. 
And this judge, Arthur Engeron, he should be disbarred. This is a this is such a blatant abuse of his position as a judge. One of Donald Trump's attorneys, Alina Haba, told Larry Kudlow on Fox Business that all legal excessive bounds are being broken by the attorney Letitia Attorney General Letitia James in the civil fraud case. She said, I want the American people to understand that this judge already ordered that the Trump organization, all affiliated companies, even his private trust, had to be dissolved. That was ordered before we even walked into the courtroom, before an expert took the stand, before anybody took the stand, and before my client could even take the stand in defense of themselves. So he summarily ordered that. That is something that is breaking news. We will be appealing. That'll be filed tomorrow. Habas said the judge's order set a precedent that should worry every person in the state of New York. And she's exactly right, friends, because if a judge can just randomly say that Donald Trump's property is not worth anything near what it's worth, they can do that to you. If you can do that to the to the to the most well-equipped private resourced citizen in the country, you can do that to the plebs. This judge thinks he is God. Donald Trump's attorney said, if, if we're saying that the attorney general can now leap and dive into private businesses, private enterprises, because they're using a consumer fraud application in private business, that is very concerning and very serious issues for businesses in the state of New York that has never been done before. Never been done before. The judge wants to dissolve the entire Trump organization. He wants to obliterate the entire life's work that the president and his family have pieced together over the years. I, I, I know I don't know the Trumps well. I've, I've had some interaction with the children. Uh, the president has read my column and sent me little notes from time to time, but I would not say that I have a relationship with him. But I do know other billionaires in the city. And I can't imagine, I can't imagine a judge coming to John Katsimatidis and saying, we're going to blow up your grocery business. Because when you took out a loan for one of your business projects, uh, you you overstated the value of your of your property and and then say that the property was actually worth you know less than ten percent of what it actually was. This is utter insanity. This is lunacy, and it's infringing on the ability for a private citizen to build a company. By the way, that employs thousands upon thousands of people. And if you've ever spent any time around the employees of the Trump organization, even the even the janitors and the maids at the hotels and other things, people will tell you that they love working there. That the environment is is so good. I've had several friends stay at the uh, the Trump Hotel here in New York when they come to town and they 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 just remark about how everyone is so polite and so kind and so nice. It's it's just utterly damning that this judge believes he can just by the snap of his fingers just destroy all the jobs, all the industry, all the stuff that the Trump family has built over this time. And that's why they have to appeal this. They have to appeal this. And I I predict that if it's not overturned on the first appeal, that it will go to the Supreme Court because this there are constitutional issues at stake here. Our judge are not our judges are not tyrants. They can't reach in and just destroy a family, especially when there's no evidence of wrongdoing. All right, Kevin McCullough, we've still got a big show for you. Stay with us.
We're talking with Dan Buttafuoco of Buttafuoco and Associates. Dan, you and your firm get the right medical treatments for your clients. You get around them. You support them. It's not all about the money. We have a rule in the office. It's a do unto others as you'd have them do unto you rule, which you know who, where that comes from. And basically, we will not send you to any doctor that we wouldn't send our own family members to. There are plenty of lawyers who will send you to doctors who will butcher you up to make the case better. I think that's abhorrent. I think that's evil. And uh, it's not about making my firm money. It's about getting you better and getting you back to your normal life. So we send you to only top doctors, hospital for joint diseases, hospital for special surgery, chiefs of uh, neurology at Maimonides. I mean, we have a panel of doctors that are amazing and the type of doctors that you would want to see and will make you better. But if you go and associate screens all cases before starting so they can speak confidently in court, knowing all aspects of your case. Call them today to get more information at 800-669-4878. That's 800 now hurt. Did you know that you've got choices? That there can be a better way? Did you know that you've got choices? Call Dr. Theater me today. Two on two choices, a much better way. Two on two choices, call Dr. Theater me today. Did you know that you've got choices? That there can be a better way? Did you know that you've got choices? Call Dr. Theater me today. Two on two choices, a much better way. Two on two choices, call Dr. Theater me today. Dr. Lederman, Cancer Treatment, 1384 Broadway. AM 570 and 102.3 FM, The Mission, WMCA. Listen online at WMCA.com. Tune in iHeartAlexa or Odyssey.com. Hi, Kevin McCullough. You've all helped support MyPillow and their employees in these tough economic times. Mike Lindell knows this and continues to give back to listeners with deals on his most popular products. You've heard me recently speak about the My Slippers, the Giza Sheets, the MyPillow 2.0, and more. But some great news the MyPillow six pack bath towel sets are back in stock. They're extremely absorbent and still provide that cushiony, soft wonderfulness that you look for in a towel. The set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, two washcloths. Regular price $79.98. For a limited time, you can get this six pack towel set for only $39.99 with promo code WMCA. That's a 50% savings. So go to MyPillow.com or call 800-651-0798 and use promo code WMCA to save 50% on the MyPillow six-pack towel sets. That's MyPillow.com or 800-651-0798. 800-651-0798. Hey, listen up. Paige Rue here, host of Reloaded, a reality show about my life as a girly girl raised in a gun store. Yes, you heard that right. A gun store. We're a family-owned range in Phoenix, Arizona. I'm a firearms instructor, and my passion is to empower Americans to exercise their Second Amendment rights. It's so fun to go to work and see my parents, brothers, and sisters. We all work hard, but leave it to the boss, a.k.a. my dad, to get us off task. There's always one in the family. In this season, I'm preparing for my first shooting competition called Tactical Game. Being my first competition, you'd think I'd start out small, but nope. I have a go big or go home attitude. This event not only takes shooting skill, but physical fitness. And some of these competitors are professional athletes. Ugh, I'll need to recruit some help to ensure I don't feel miserably. Watch my goofy family run three successful gun ranges while I prepare for the most difficult event of my life. There is no downtime with us. You can find every episode now only at SalemNow.com. We can tell you about the incredible success we bring to local businesses, but it's better when it comes directly from our satisfied clients. Here's just one example. After searching for a new vendor to handle my search marketing campaign, I contacted Salem Surround after seeing the great work they did for another restoration company in the different market. Their team of experts recommended a mix of multiple tactics designed to get my business the most quality leads at the lowest cost, making my marketing budget stretch further. In our first year partnering with Salem Surround, we recorded our best year to date, and I've told many people how blessed I was to find them. The representative answered the phone every time I called and quickly addressed any questions or concerns I had. 
Let Salem Surround give you an absolutely free audit of your current marketing and show you what your competition is doing. Then we come up with a personalized plan that's perfect for your needs. Google Salem Surround New York and let our marketing experts help you achieve real success. Remember to Google Salem Surround New York today. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, coming to you live from the Connors and Sullivan Broadcast Studio. Breaking news as it happens. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us on this Friday as we are rounding out a week that has been historic by any measure. Uh, You've never seen the members of one's own party uh, throw out the Speaker of the House. Uh, and uh, what what caused it and, and, and why, uh, what what is going on in there now. And there will be some new things uh, that get laid down next Tuesday. You've got candidate forums that are going to take place. They're going to have an election. But let's turn to Mike Huckabee and get his thoughts on this. Governor, um, two, two observations that I had about this, and I want to get your take on it. I was very pleased, for the most part, with Kevin McCarthy as speaker. I thought he had put together a pretty effective machine that was not only raising money, but advancing investigations and other things as were possible in a holder of only a single House of Congress uh, type of mentality. I do understand the factions arguments that the the border had not closed up, that there were things that were going on that they were displeased with. And of course, part of the deal of him getting to be speaker was they they made this kind of uh, devil's deal where any one of them could come back and call for his his ouster, which is what ended up happening. My question to you is this. Um, the American people seem to be on board with it. Uh, w- will this hurt, hinder or hurt uh, what the Republicans need to do before no- uh, November of 24? I think it hurts, and I think it hurts a lot. And the reason is, is because while there are people who think this was a wonderful moment for conservatives and patriots, it really was a terrible moment for conservatives, patriots, and people who believe that government should work. Now, government's never going to be perfect, Kevin, but what we saw last week was that eight members of the House of Representatives from the Republican side, 4% of the Republican caucus, 2% of the entire House, decided that they would partner with Nancy Pelosi, Adam Schiff, Jerry Nadler, Maxine Waters, Eric Swalwell, and AOC, and the whole bunch of them. And they would get rid of Kevin McCarthy by ditching 210 of their Republican colleagues and partnering with the enemy. I don't get that. You know, if what they presented was such a great idea to get rid of Kevin McCarthy, my goodness, they should have had 210 votes to get rid of him, not eight. And and it was just stunning to me that somehow they look at that and call it leadership. Leadership is when you persuade people to follow your point of view. Uh, Dr. Evie Hill, the great African-American pastor in California, used to say that if you think you're a leader and you turn around and nobody's following you, you're not a leader. You're just out taking a walk. Yeah. And I that what we saw last week were some people, maybe, I'm not even going to question their motives. Let's just say they truly believed in what they were doing. But at some point, you ask yourself, how come more people uh, in this vast number of people, and the the Freedom Caucus, the hardcore conservatives, the Chip Roys of the House, the Marjorie Taylor Greens, the Lauren Boebert, they didn't go along with it. How come? There have been times when I've had a love-hate thing with Matt Gaetz. Uh, He was certainly a supporter of Donald Trump. Um, it really bothered me that there were fundraising letters going out on his masthead the second the vote was taken. And I guess he's raised six or seven million dollars in funds since then. Um, it seems pretty self-aggrandizing. And I just I didn't I couldn't comprehend um, what they were doing. Can I throw this in? Sure. Matt was my congressman for a good bit of the 10 years I lived in Florida. And I held two fundraisers in my home for him. You know, I, I, I've been close to Matt for a long time, but I absolutely was just stunned and disgusted with what he did, because what he basically did wasn't just get rid of Kevin McCarthy. He shut down the hearings that were going along on the Biden crime family. And until now, we get a speaker and retool the whole thing. Every bit of that's on hold. So, you know, my question to him would be, to what end has this 
has this moved America forward? You can say, well, Kevin didn't keep all of his promises. Probably didn't. But Kevin had the slimmest of majorities. He barely had a majority. He still had to get things through the Senate and to the president's desk, even if he could get it through the House. But what Matt and the seven others did was to say, we're going to partner with the Democrats. We're going to let them be our our team. And we're going to just because we don't like Kevin McCarthy, we're going to get rid of him. And we're going to do it in such a public way that makes us look like we're not team players. Yeah. And I just find that unfortunate. It's like a person who wants to be quarterback and can't get the other the coaches and the other team members to support him. And so he goes to the opposing team and says, help me break the legs of the guy who's the quarterback so I can be the quarterback. And that's what we saw happen. And I'm not a fan of that. Not even a little bit. No, I'm not either. And I, I, I very much where I started this conversation, like Kevin McCarthy as a human being, as a representative, as a public face for the party, I think he's done a tremendous job. He's engaged media far more on some of the stuff that no Republicans would engage them on uh, defending the January 6th defendants, releasing the tapes, doing things that um, others others wouldn't do and not and never shying away from a discussion about, you know, why he was doing what he was doing. And I think he happens to be on top of all that, a born again Christian. So I just I just felt like he was a good representative for what I what I'd like to see in those um, uh, positions. And uh, so let me let me then shift the camera focus, because obviously that's in the past. We have this uh, forum coming up on Tuesday. It's Steve Scalise and Jim Jordan at this uh, point. Um, I, I think Jim Jordan would make a fantastic speaker of the House. What are your thoughts on these two gentlemen? They're both great guys, both men of integrity, and both of them, I think, would serve in the role very well. Um, I know the big question has been, can Steve Scalise handle it from a health perspective, given that he's fighting multiple myeloma. He believes that he can. So it's his case to make when he goes before his colleagues, but it's a tough one. He's got to be able to say to them, I can carry out the stress of this job and do it while I'm being treated for cancer. But I love Steve Scalise. He's he's the real deal. But uh, so was Jim Jordan. He literally so took a bullet the for the cause. On the- he literally did. And you know, we don't talk enough about the fact that when I hear all these Democrats whine about how violent Republicans are, it was not a Republican that shot Steve Scalise. It was a hardcore left wing Bernie Sanders supporting Democrat. Yeah. And let's never forget that or let the Democrats forget that the one member of Congress that nearly lost his life because he believed something was Steve Scalise. With either one of those guys, we'll be in fine shape. But we should not have had to come to this. And it's uh, an unfortunate situation for the country. But it's also unfortunate for the Republicans because the media and the other side who gets most of the public forum get to point to this and say, see, these guys have created even more chaos. Sometimes disruption and chaos can be healthy, but it needs to have a purpose. It needs to accomplish something other than just to say, boy, we sure messed that up, didn't we? And I'm not seeing what the long-term benefit uh, will be from what the eight people did last week. I'm just not seeing it. I'm not either, but we'll uh, we'll watch with you on Tuesday to see what's next. Real quickly, Governor, what's on your great show this weekend? Well, Congressman John Rose will be with us. I have a feeling we will be talking about these issues (laughs) with him. Former Congressman Doug Collins will be with us as well. And we, we're going to have a special musical tribute to Bobby Caldwell, uh, whose music has been sung from just about everyone. And we're going to feature a very special tribute to him and his music. Oh, interesting. Well, check it out. Uh, 8 and 11, Saturday and Sunday nights on TBN Huckabee Today. Governor, always appreciate your insights. Thanks for being here. Thanks, Kevin. You got it. Kevin McCullough coming right back. Don't go away. This decade is looking like the worst one to retire or be retired in. Now more than ever, you need to stay ahead of turbulent markets and money-grubbing politicians. That's why you need Bob Carlson's Retirement Watch. For more than 30 years, Bob Carlson's Retirement Watch has been helping Americans invest, protect, and grow their assets. A Retirement Watch subscription gives you must-have advice on all aspects of your retirement. Independent advice you won't get anywhere else. When you subscribe to Retirement Watch, you'll get three months of Bob Carlson's Retirement Watch newsletter. You'll also get Bob 
Bob's five model portfolios and five free reports, including the hidden rules of retirement, hidden real estate tax bombs to avoid, cashing in on Congress's $350,000 retirement shocker, plus two more free reports, and an exclusive conference call with Bob Carlson answering your retirement questions. The newsletter, free reports, the conference call, all for just $19.95. Sign up today at yourretirementwatch.com. Yourretirementwatch.com. That's yourretirementwatch.com. This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. There's a crime committed on Capitol Hill as October opens. Ten alleged Republicans, led by Matt Gates of Florida, joined with every Democrat present to oust Kevin McCarthy from the job as Speaker. Gates's motive is said to be an effort to divert attention from his growing ethics scandal and to raise money by grabbing airtime. McCarthy is the most effective Speaker the Republicans have had since Mr. Newt. McCarthy notched a huge win over big-spending Democrats and the president this summer, but the knuckleheads didn't want to win. We want to thank Kevin McCarthy for decades of service. Inspired by Ronald Reagan to enter politics, McCarthy is one of the genuinely decent and widely admired elected officials in a town full of just the opposite. We hope McCarthy continues to serve all of the people he can and has done so for so long. He's always played the long game successfully. Some, if not all, the 10 coups will be purged by the GOP incrementally, and the GOP majority will continue to depend on McCarthy and his remarkable team for guidance and calm, effective, sage wisdom. Thank you, Speaker McCarthy. In business, service is everything. Cintas delivers what you need to better serve your customers. Whether it's freshly laundered work apparel for almost any job imaginable, tested and inspected fire protection systems, first aid and safety supplies, on-site AED training, or mops and restroom products stocked and ready when you need them. Better work days happen together. So visit Cintas.com. Oh, I'm ready! And get ready for the work day. Jim Gaffigan here with some more Straight Talk. Now you can get a Walmart Plus membership, plus not pay for it, because it's included with Straight Talk wireless plans. You get free delivery with Walmart Plus, plus a Paramount Plus subscription included. Plus, you pay less for gas. That's a lot of pluses. Only Straight Talk gives you unlimited 5G data and Walmart Plus included on select plans for free. Straight Talk Wireless, available at Walmart. Requires service on gold or platinum unlimited. One offer per eligible account. Paramount Plus essential plan only. Separate registration required. Additional terms apply. I'm Adam Holtz, and you're listening to Plugged In on The Mission. When my dad brought me on this trip, it ignited my love for adventure. This is once in a lifetime. Let's make it count. In the new movie, What Rhymes With Reason, in theaters Tuesday, October 10th, we get a story that's one part Goonies, one part faith-based adventure. Teen Jesse Brandt and his sister Savannah are grieving the death of their parents. Jesse's dad had been planning a special trip, but that can't happen now. Or maybe it can. Soon, Jesse, Savannah, and four other teens set off to a mysterious site in Oklahoma called Zion's Point. Their lives will never be the same. What Rhymes with Reason includes some light peril. It deals with grief, anxiety, and depression, even as it admirably avoids other content issues. So we're giving it a 4 out of 5 for family friendliness. Read the full review at PluggedIn.com slash radio. I'm Adam Holtz for Focus on the Family's Plugged In Movie Review. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, coming to you live from the Connors & Sullivan Broadcast Studio. confusion, amplifying truth, and pursuing clarity. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. All right. Glad you're with us. Yet to come on the broadcast, we're going to take a look at that story out of Roanoke, Virginia, where the women's swim team there said, uh, no way. Uh, and they are not preventing. They are preventing a boy from joining the women's swim team. Good on them. We'll get into that with Bethany Mandel in the next segment. But first, it's time to welcome back Dr. Gina Loudon. And Dr. Gina, you have been one of those on television that have consistently with great ferociousness uh, day to day reported on the trials of the border. And we were told, those of us that wanted a border wall, when the Biden administration came to office, that we were bigots, that we were hateful, that we were terrible. And now, after the Biden administration has let in nearly 7 million uh, migrant aliens into the country, some of which we don't even know who they are or where they're at, and um, we've stopped 146 terror watch list suspects just in the last six months. Um, After all of this has happened, 
the Biden administration announcing, well, I guess we got to do something about the border. So we'll build 17 miles uh, of the wall in Texas soon. Your reaction? Yeah, well, they're doing this. They're they're blaming, of course, the fact that Trump had said that, you know, had passed something so that they had to do this. But Biden, everybody knows Biden can go get a signature from a judge and change anything that Trump did. So that's just a lie. The real reason they're doing this, the, the thing that nobody's telling you, is that they're losing Democrats. This isn't for Republicans. This isn't because of Trump. This doesn't have anything to do Bill with that. Bill Clinton speaking yeah. out against you, that's going to be noticed by people. Well, the Democrat mayor of Dallas becoming a Republican is going to change some things. So, yeah, they're losing people on this. They're uh, gaining new political parties running against them. Uh, and and they've got to do something to sort of appease those sorts of Democrats that have a, a strain of common sense in them somewhere. And at the same time, trying to hang on to their radicals like AOC who don't want them to do anything on the wall, who want everybody from every foreign country to just go ahead and invade the U.S. now. I mean, we've stopped 146 people from the terror watch list in just the last two months. Like, uh, you know, it took 19 terrorists to carry out 9-11. We've we've stopped 146 in two months. And that's just the ones we caught out of the 6.9 million migrants that are here. 1.8 million of them were, were gotaways that we know they came in, but we have no idea where they went. Right. And and where are they and what are they cooking up? you got to ask yourself that, you know, the terrorist threat that Donald Trump essentially eradicated will be back. Uh, this is going to be a huge mess to clean up today on on the American Sunrise, the show that I host on Real America's Voice in the morning. Um, we talked about a, um, a, a com- uh, not a commune, but a settlement the size of uh, bigger than Manhattan. Right. Um, Where 75,000 illegals are building tents. Um, The crime area is uh, the crime rate is unbelievable. The neighborhoods around it are infested with crime. Um, It's a nightmare. And, you know, it really harkens back to a day. You might remember this day where this dude and his beautiful wife came down an escalator and he said some things about um, them coming over and some of them being rapists, some of them being murderers. We're seeing this now. And now instead of reporting, oh, by the way, Donald Trump was 100 percent right that day on the escalator. Instead of saying that, what are they doing? They're covering the whole thing up. So now you see all this rash and crime, but you never hear that a huge proportion of these crimes are illegals that are here and it's only getting worse by the day well and in southern california you have whole sections of los angeles and san diego and uh the the border area where migrants are uh, and and california is a complete um sanctuary state so it's not just one city that's the problem there the entire state has a sanctuary policy so they're they're setting up as you were describing tent cities And the cartels are coming in and saying, "Okay, um, we've got this block and that block and you guys are all running for us. And so now you have the problems of the migration, the problems of the aliens being here that are not identified and don't have legal status and they can't vouch for anything. And now you have cartels coming in and organizing them uh, to be little drug armies. And when you consider that just human trafficking that the cartels have switched their attention to that they made. Yes. They made 13 billion last year, Dr. Yes. Gina. That's more than half of the 25 billion GDP that the American, that the whole of the American economy produced 13 billion in, in human trafficking just on the Southern border. What are we doing? And do you think for a second, they don't own our politicians and I would not limit that. I would not limit that the Democrats, Kevin. Um, I imagine there's cartel money at play in some of the globalist uh, Republicans as well. Dr. Gina, always appreciate your time. Appreciate yours, Kevin. Thank you so much. You got it. And watch her on Real American News uh, on your uh, devices uh, as well. Kevin McCullough coming right back. Don't go away. If you 
are 65 or older, you know this, watching your hard-earned dollars fly out the window on healthcare costs is so frustrating. But here's something that could really help, and it's worth taking a minute to look into. MediShare 65 Plus. MediShare is a community of Christians who share each other's healthcare bills, and it really is a community, too. People encourage and pray for each other. And MediShare 65 Plus is a low-cost option for people with Medicare Parts A and B, and it fills in the gaps where Medicare stops. It's a great way to fight inflation, too. You can lock in one low monthly price for up to 10 years. Plus, it's easy. You can use any Medicare-approved doctor and get 24-7 telehealth from the comfort of your home. And here's the thing. If you join before October 30th, you'll get your second month free and save even more. I'll give you the number here in a second, but just tell them the promo code SHARE to get your additional savings. The deadline against October 30th, so now is a great time to call 833-SHARE-55. That's 833-SHARE-55. 833-SHARE-55. When the government used emergency edicts during COVID to restrict the gathering and worship of churches, three pastors facing the risk of imprisonment, unlimited fines, and their own churches being ripped apart, took a courageous stand and reopened their doors in the face of a world that chose to comply. The Essential Church is a feature-length documentary that explores the struggle between the church and government throughout history. This fascinating story uncovers those who've sacrificed their lives throughout history for what they truly believe in. We discover why the church is essential and how we prove that this stand remains true from a scientific, legal, and most importantly, biblical perspective. This is not your typical movie. It'll change your life. You need to see this movie with your friends and family. The Essential Church is streaming today exclusively at SalemNow.com. That's Essential Church, streaming at SalemNow.com. Download the AM570 The Mission mobile app on iTunes, Google Play, or listen on WMCA.com, TuneIn, iHeart, Alexa, or Odyssey.com. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Let me tell you about a very interesting new book that has just been released and some are saying is a must-read. It's called Two Creations, Bara and Asa, and the author Emmanuel J. Charles reveals the secret of creation from the book of Genesis. He reveals that life on earth was not evolved, but created by Almighty God. He explains that the first three verses of the Bible should be considered as three distinct events that took place in four different eras of earth's history. This book presents undeniable claims supported by logical reasoning, scientific evidence, and biblical truth. This book gives pastors and professors the ability to teach the creation account in churches and academic institutions boldly, without any doubt or hesitation. Many young students are walking away from their faith due to the lack of evidence to refute the theory of evolution and the promises that they will finally find answers in this book. Visit Amazon.com to get your copy today. Buy your copy of Two Creations, Barah and Asa, by Emmanuel J. Charles, today. This is Greg Floyd, president of Teamsters Local 237. Join me for Reaching Out. We'll talk about the issues that matter the most to working families, union members, and everyone who cares about the future. On the next Reaching Out, Greg welcomes Emblem Health CEO Karen Ignani as Emblem works to make health care accessible in New York City. It's Reaching Out this Saturday at 4.30 on AM 570 and 102.3 FM WMCA. Chris Hassel with Mike Golick Jr. Can't wait to get between the hedges next week. Georgia is taking on fellow unbeaten Kentucky in an SEC East showdown. Georgia sneaking by to stay undefeated. Kentucky putting it on Florida. We'll see if Devin Leary and the Wildcats have something to say for the top-ranked team in college football. Join us this Saturday. Our coverage begins at 7. That's Kentucky versus Georgia. College football Saturday night at 7 on AM 570 and 102.3 FM WMCA. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, coming to you live from the Connors and Sullivan Broadcast Studio. If it's happening in New York or across the globe, learn why it matters first on Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, glad you're with us. Bethany Mandel is back with us, and you know her from her writing at, uh, well, she's she's written all over the place, New York Post, uh, Washington Examiner. What's the main one you write for now, Bethany? 
don't really have one, honestly. Okay. I had a column at Deseret News for a while. I'm starting a column at Fox News. Okay. Um, so I guess that's where I'll say Fox News. All right. Fox News. Be looking for the new stuff from Bethany Mandel. Um, Bethany, historic week, kind of crazy behavior in the House of Representatives. And I'm not sure what we accomplished with that. We just covered that with uh, Mike Huckabee. Would be welcome to your thoughts on any of that. But I do want to n- zero in on this story coming out of Roanoke, Virginia, since you happen to be in the Beltway. Um, and this uh, swim team there, 10 girls all on the swim team, uh, said, uh, we're not going to let a guy join who was trying to join. And they were somehow successful at Roanoke College, a very small place, compared to what the University of Pennsylvania had to deal with, with um, Leah Thomas. Your your thoughts on how this all went down? So I think the big difference is they got aggressive right from the start. And um, there was a lot of like back and forth in the Leah Thomas case for a long time where they were like trying to negotiate with the school and, and trying to just like be nice and be accommodating. And that's just not the answer here. I wish that it were. I wish that like the answer were like, there's a solution. There's a way to figure this out. And it's not. This is a this is a man who's trying to muscle his way into a woman's space and it harms women. And the only answer is that women have to stand up and say no. No, you are not welcome here, and we will not participate if you are in our locker room. There's so many stories from the Leah Thomas incident where people were like, I was in the locker room with him, and I felt uncomfortable. Or worse, they said, I was in the locker room with her. Leah Thomas is not a her. Right. Leah Thomas is a man. And just you have to be aggressive right out of the gate. I will not participate. I will not compete. And I absolutely will not be in a locker room. And the fact that you're insisting on it is a uh, is a violation of my rights. Well, that is, in fact, um, the issue from the beginning. But riddle me this, Bethany, the what would have been considered. And I want to say this before I ask you this question. Bethany Mandel is a conservative in her personal worldview, but she's probably one of the best people that I ever interact with in terms of building alliances with people who disagree with her and being able to talk across the uh, worldview chasm and so forth. So I'm talking to somebody and she came from a more liberal background. So the fact that she, that you speak such a good uh, game to the other side and in, in a kind way that's winsome and you're always trying to, to, you know, find the best in the situation. I really admire that about you. I'm, I'm, there's several of you that do that, but I think you do it exceptionally well. But having said that, um, from the beginning, I have looked for not left-right support on this, but feminist support on this issue. Yeah. And the National Organization of Women and the Planned Parenthood Federation for America and everybody else that's always out marching and waving signs and talking about women, they have been next to nowhere on the yep. issue of men invading women's spaces in their most sacred places like locker rooms. So I, you know, I'll push back on that ever so slightly and say I've been I've been impressed by how many um, independent feminists have come out and said, like, absolutely not. Um, for instance, J.K. Rowling Rowling. has been really brave. Um, Helen Joyce in the UK also has been wonderful. Um, I don't know what it is in the water over there, but British women are particularly ballsy when it comes to this in a way that American women are not. And I'm I'm just wondering why that is. Well, independent individuals, um, I kind of, I kind of appreciate, but you, you have these massive organizations that could rally thousands and thousands of voices and they're silent. Yeah. What I think is the is perhaps the worst sort of dereliction of duty, as you would say, is from gay organizations like GLAD. Um, a lot of in the research that I've done about trans activism and, and trans individuals, a lot of the individuals who think of themselves as trans are actually just gay or lesbian. And they think that, I I mean, this is the case in Iran. There's actually a lot of of, um, transgender surgeries in Iran because it's not legal to be gay in Iran. But if you're a biological male who's attracted to biological men, and then you become a woman, then you can start dating men. (laughs) So there's a lot of self-hating homosexuals doing this stuff. And um, and that is the, the fact that Glad and all of these gay rights organizations 
are backing this ideology um, when it's really homophobic at its core is to me very troubling. The fact that Glad just is silent about it. Well, and I've said this for a few years now, but I think the entire trans agenda is going to uh, completely blow up whatever agenda the the gay lobby had, because you, you're going from arguing, you know, the way someone's born and kind of genetic slavery to uh, a condition to more or less picking and choosing your flavor of the month and what you want. And yeah. Um, and here's, here's the bottom line from a science perspective, these people die their final day on earth, whatever that is, and you collect their DNA, they're going to register as the sex that they were born down to the very cell of their hairs. So it's not even going to matter. Like you, you cannot change your sexual identity from one to the other. It is not possible to be done. Yep. Yep. That's exactly right. Um, and, and to me, like it's, it's, it's deeply unfair to these individuals to lie to them and tell them that, you know, the, the sky is brown and the sky is not, you can't, you science is science in this house. We believe in science. We should put that on my lawn sign. <laughs> um, but they don't believe in science. Well, it's going to be interesting. Do you see the um, the swimmer in Roanoke trying to take the school to court or is this is this done, do you think, for the time being? Oh, no, I really don't know. I mean, I think that they um, I, I think that I mean, they're setting thought, a good I don't precedent. know that the trans lobby wants these things going to court, because, again, then you start then you start interjecting evidence and you, you know, you bring scientists yep. to the courtroom yep. to say this is not possible. I mean, a lot of scientists are gutless. I it's that that is the lesson I think that I took from COVID. The number of like pediatricians that I spoke to that were like, yes, of course, masks are bad for development, but no one would ever put that in writing to send it to a school board about a mask policy. Yeah. Well, um, I appreciate your thoughts on these today. If you have not, <laughs> and there's there's one of Bethany's babies right there. If you have not read Bethany's book that she co-authored uh, with Carol Markowitz called Stolen Youth, they address a bunch of these issues, and it is certainly worth the read. Bethany, thank you as always for your time. Thank you. Be well. Kevin McCullough, we have a big uh, final thought for you coming up next. Listen every Sunday at 1.30 p.m. for Deliverance for Today with Pastor and Dr. Melanie Samuels of Full Gospel Tabernacle of Faith in Brooklyn. Pastor Samuels has a message of hope just for you. Full Gospel Tabernacle of Faith is located at 1212 East New York Avenue or call 718-773-3359. Deliverance for Today, every Sunday at 1.30 p.m. Don't miss this message of hope and encouragement from Dr. and Pastor Melanie Samuels of Full Gospel Tabernacle of Faith in Brooklyn. FGTFellowship.church. GTFellowship.church. This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. There's a crime committed on Capitol Hill as October opens. Ten alleged Republicans, led by Matt Gates of Florida, joined with every Democrat present to oust Kevin McCarthy from the job as Speaker. Gates's motive is said to be an effort to divert attention from his growing ethics scandal and to raise money by grabbing airtime. McCarthy is the most effective Speaker the Republicans have had since Mr. Newt. McCarthy notched a huge win over big spending Democrats and the president this summer, but the knuckleheads didn't want to win. We want to thank Kevin McCarthy for decades of service. Inspired by Ronald Reagan to enter politics, McCarthy is one of the genuinely decent and widely admired elected officials in a town full of just the opposite. We hope McCarthy continues to serve all of the people he can and has done so for so long. He's always played the long game successfully. Some, if not all, the 10 coups will be purged by the GOP incrementally, and the GOP majority will continue to depend on McCarthy and his remarkable team for guidance and calm, effective sage wisdom. Thank you, Speaker McCarthy. This is Pastor Matthew Recker with the Heritage of Faith Conversations program. Join us every Sunday night at 6 p.m. to get Bible questions answered live on the air. Join us Sunday night at 6 p.m. What you need to know when you need it. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, friends, final few minutes of uh, the Friday edition. So glad to have you with us. And if you don't have plans for Saturday night, you do now. 
9 p.m. Eastern on 300 radio stations and the Salem News Channel nationwide, snc.tv online. But at 9 p.m. on Saturday and Sunday on the uh, on the weekend on the Salem News Channel, it's that Kevin show. And it's our little attempt to give you some giggles for the weekend, poke a little bit of fun at some of the things in the news. And we we do have a lot of that to, to get to this week. But I've got special guests, uh, Atlanta area pastor and nationally renowned uh, teacher, Dr. Michael Youssef, is going to join me. Now, Dr. Youssef is of Egyptian origin, and he has um, he has some really strong opinions about what's going on in the country. And it's just going to be fun to just get to chat with him uh, in person. So he's going to be with me. And then in the second in the second hour, my special guest is Kimberly Fletcher, who is with Moms for Act Moms for America and Moms for America Action. Uh, they they are they are pulling uh, together a sizable alliance that are going to be pushing the parents rights issues uh, through the elections and what they have to say and how they're going about it is very impressive but in addition to that uh the music group u2 have you heard of them they've been around 20 plus years they've got a brand new song out and uh we'll hear from them in the new music spotlight uh funny lady francis de lorenzo is going to be with us with the dry bar comedy stage and then, of course, we've got Assignment Desk Weekend, and we are working on stories, even as we speak for Assignment Desk Weekend, that just demand attention because the hypocrisy in our in our news stories today is so wild. Um, and we've got it. We got to poke a little fun at it. So there's going to be a lot of laughs. We've got some some sketch comedy from John B. Christ. He'll be back. Um I've got an update for you on some of the things that uh, we're going to do, like the the trip we're taking to uh, London, Normandy, and Paris uh, to honor the the fallen heroes of World War II next year. And in our little effort to uh, liberate slaves in South Sudan, I have a big update for you on that. Uh, but that's all coming up this weekend on Salem News Channel on That Kevin Show, and I hope that you'll make plans to join us. Again, available on any downloadable device. Every screen everywhere, you can get Salem News Channel. Literally every screen everywhere. SNC.TV on the web, and then the uh, apps in your app store for your Google, Android, Apple, Amazon Prime devices, whatever you got, uh, you can get there. Now, real quickly, there is a study that has just been concluded that is drawing the observation that yelling at your kids may, in fact, harm their self-image and that if you yell at your kids that it might it might have some degree of damage that they'll experience long term um, I know this study's probably true because my mom yelled at me a lot and it did damage my self-image I, I thought from that day forward I probably shouldn't go steal things at the grocery store talk back to my parents uh, disobey um, the authorities in my classroom and elsewhere i had a very poor self-image about doing all of those things that i shouldn't do primarily because my mom did yell at me when i was a kid anyway i just wanted to let you know that the, the survey holds true kevin mccullough we will see you next time